Welcome to The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. The Feast by Spinebuster Sports. Trees and green and questions from Facebook. Oh, you mean the 35-point win didn't go to overtime, Kyle? (laughs) Points. We all get points. (laughs) Talk to the hand. I'm not spreading. Full spread. I don't spread for the roses. No, I hate hate Ohio. Pound sign me on Twitter. Welcome to the show. It's the Feast by Spymuster Sports. Pound cake. Staring Chris Burns dead in the fucking eyes. Dead nuts, Kyle. Dude. Oh, I got something I'm going to pop for you <laughs> later, too. I forgot that what popped in my memories today <laughs> that I've been waiting to, to post on the Spinebuster Sports page. You can only imagine. <laughs> Box kicking son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, welcome to the show, everybody. Episode 4-0 of The Feast by Spinebuster Sports. The Pea Machine episode. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Burns, for... Drunken nights and peeing on <laughs> autograph pictures of Phil Coke. Phil Coke. Dude, you straight up broke that frame, too. Like, you broke that frame. I, yeah, yeah. And I've never looked more proud. Like, <laughs> I kept wondering why you kept saying, come in the bathroom, come in the bathroom. Just you uh, peeing all over Phil Coke. Well, I felt like it was well-deserved. Yeah. And I don't regret a minute of it. No, I it did like we still talk about this day, and it was well over six years ago. So mm-hmm. there you go. Well, we uh, Bill Lambeer, what Jared Davis, Henrik Zetterberg, yeah, and Hank and AJ Hinch for yeah. some weird reason. I found that today. So <laughs> for one year, the double Barry Sanders episode, the double <laughs> good work. <laughs> The quad Charlie Bash episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could do this all fucking day. <laughs> the eight times Mark Sanchez episode. Oh, God damn it. Well, everybody, we're doing this show barefoot today. We got literally no, no socks. <laughs> no socks at all. Mr. Mr. Sanchez is on assignment. Uh taking care of some business so feel better there soxy feel better buddy we will handle this from here we, we dedicate this episode to soxy <laughs> no seriously he's fine everybody he's just not he had, yeah. a, he, he had a migraine today he wasn't feeling the greatest so he's sitting this one out but uh we're here we're gonna talk some nba finals preview we're gonna talk some nha uh, nhl playoffs we're gonna catch up with the detroit tigers for the Detroit Tigers minute, the <laughs> debut, should be craptacular, just like their season so far. And it's we, been a rough one. It we went three and three last week. Yeah, it was. Hey, that's, hey, that's a win. That's that's a win. There, Any week was, at five hundred hey, or better is a win. At least it wasn't when I was trying to make the Pistons look great at one and three for a week, and yes. I'm like, hey, yep. hey, we yep. went one and three this week, everybody. <laughs> Depressing talking about some of these teams sometimes. It's going to make it all that better, though, when one of them wins a championship. Oh, yeah. Eventually. If. Like, if. if. <laughs> but I have, I just have this feeling in the pit of my stomach that it's going to be the one team that I don't cheer for in Detroit. But I'm almost fine with it because the Lions fans deserve it so We do. Much. We do. We deserve that. And, like, 
dude, so many people have been on the bandwagon that this show has been on since last year about the trajectory of the Detroit Lions. So many people are jumping on the bandwagon Looks now good. on ESPN right. and everything. And the Feast by Spymuster Sports, we were the ones. Yeah, people want to people play there. Yeah. And that's not changing anytime soon. No. They're on the up and up, a um, couple pieces away, a few pieces away. Yeah, it was. But. Yeah. Like, I, you know, you get, you get, you get your guys that franchise quarterback and right. it's. Right. Nothing. Because like, our offense has and, weapons everywhere. And now. then you just need a couple pieces on defense right. to bring together. Because then, right. then you guys get a franchise quarterback. Right. The defensive players will come to play. Absolutely, they will. So, uh, Burns. Yes. How was the week? Uh, it was good. Um, always nice to go into a holiday weekend. Uh, it was a very busy weekend. It was a lot of fun. Um, played 36 holes of golf on Sunday. How'd you shoot? Uh, not well. Um, so there was that, but that's fine. It was, I, I nine to five did it at the golf course on Sunday. So oh, I'll take gee. that. I'll take that any day. Somebody, I, I think somebody was trying to do like 300 holes in one day. That's a lot. Yeah. It was for charity. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, um, so yeah, that was, that was fun. Uh, Saturday, uh, went out to lunch with the fam for a birthday for Jack. So happy birthday, Jack. Happy birthday, Jack. Um, and then, uh, yeah, on Memorial Day, uh, went to the zoo with Dash for the first time, uh, right. which was a lot of fun. Uh, he loved it. He fed the giraffes. That's awesome. At Binder Park, so much fun. Yeah, uh, I'm glad you. Yeah, it was a good the, time. Our, the Kennedy flipped the first time we went to the really? zoo. Really? So yeah, we had to leave. Oh. It was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, yep. he yeah he he enjoyed it. He he loved it. Good, good. That's great, man. Like, uh, I love seeing the pictures of him that you've been uh, posting, especially that one, uh, that last one with the two baseballs. Oh yeah, dude. yeah. <laughs> I was like, he look, had fun of the baseball you, game. You look, you, you look simultaneously like your mother and your father. All at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> like a, like a bald ass Chris Burns. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be two of us one day. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh. Yeah, my week was, uh, you know, work was soft. Uh, we decided that we were going to make this the weekend. We were going to start uh, being open till 2 a.m. on Friday and Saturday. Ooh, so back to normal. That, yeah, well, you know, it was <laughs> Memorial Day weekend, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. 2 a.m., uh, ironically, it's how many how many people I had in my bar after midnight on Friday. So oh, it was two. So, but no, they, it was solid. It was uh, a couple of regulars of mine that came to visit because it was the first night, and then Saturday I had our boy and Mustache Joe and some nice. of the pub folk up there hanging awesome. out. So, awesome. Yeah. Well, before we jump into the full spread this week, there were two things I wanted to ask you about. Yes. One, uh, I'm sure you heard about Tommy Pham was suspended for three games earlier <laughs> this week after an altercation with Jock Peterson over <laughs> fantasy football. And amazingly, both these guys have been extremely open about the entire situation. Yeah, yes. Like, neither of them care, apparently. <laughs> Tommy Pham was just like, yeah, I'll take my three games, and that's get that. Jock Peterson's just been, like, opening up his phone, showing everybody text messages and shit. Like, it's, it's a pretty wild situation. It's pretty funny. I think that 
it actually seems like both of these dudes like don't give a fuck so much about this whole situation that it really seems like maybe they hate each other. Yeah, like, but think, they're but they're just like making it like I think Tommy Pham seriously does hate Jack <laughs> Peterson. Like yeah, from the way yeah. from everything <laughs> Peterson has said, yeah. and Tommy Pham has done it really makes it. I, I, yeah, I think he does too, and it's it's really funny. Um, Boom! What do we got? End oh. of the first. Oh yeah, <laughs> cash it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but is there ever been a time in? us playing fantasy football where you, where you felt like it got to a point where you were going to slap one of us. Um, I don't think so. Maybe like in the original origins of the league at a draft, maybe yeah. um, I've wanted to slap a couple people before, um, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, other than that, no, I don't think so. It would take a lot. Yeah. Uh, the only like, instance where i could actually see it happening throughout the years of our league and it being warranted was i'll set the table for every, anyone that hasn't heard this championship week a couple of years ago me and mr caputo are facing <laughs> off in the championship uh seemingly after the games are all over joe has won by about a point and a half or so and <laughs> We go on with our lives. We pay out the money. Everything is that. And about four days later, after our New Year's Eve party, I decided to jump on the phone and check, and there was a stat correction, uh, and I had won. And in that situation, it would have been completely warranted for Joe to slap me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. I, I would have slapped you. I don't blame you. Yeah. 100%. And uh, the other thing I want to ask was, speaking of Yo-Yo, yeah. did you see he started a I job I did. Today? I and did. Congratulations. Congratulations, Mr. Caputo. Mr. Caputo. Uh, I don't understand why you always decide to go back to work the day of a bank holiday. I think that's, As soon as I saw that, it was it the makes, first thing that popped into my head. Like, why did he go back to work on Memorial Day? These are the days he hates the most. Yeah. No. It's... It, 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 <laughs> he cannot stand them. And I'm like, every time I even said that at the... Uh, cause I tried to get a hold of him, I think last night and I was talking to someone at the bar today at Westnage before I went to pick up Kennedy about whether he was going to start working again it, there. And I was like, I'm sure he wouldn't start today. It's a bank holiday. Joe hates those days. And then boom, I see that picture of him <laughs> and banana pants, Dan on the good old Facebook. Uh, and, but no, I'm glad he, yeah, I, I heard what he was offered, so oh. it was congratulations. Good. Congratulations. Enjoy. Enjoy and, and dial hope it you up. had a great Memorial Day. <laughs> hope you 1-800 dialed it up today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and on that note, Chris Burns, I think it's time for us to jump into the spread. Full spread? Yes, full spread. How far apart? You... <laughs> You on the bed last week. <laughs> that was pretty far. Yeah. All right, deal. Full spread. Full spread. And it's it's a full spread, but it's a two-pump jump this week because we're just talking NHL playoffs. Spread them quick. Spread them quick. Because it's coming strong. That's right. Hitting it up and hitting it, quitting it, in and out. Like, 
<laughs> yeah, I got I got dozens of these if I really thought about it. Uh, in the East, Tampa Bay has been at home, surely enjoying everything their city has to offer. Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> they will be facing the winner it's of a lot. <laughs> uh, they will be facing the winner of the Hurricanes Rangers game, which is currently going on right now. The Rangers are up two to nothing after the first two early power play goals have been the difference so far. Minor surprise, right? Yeah, my, like I, especially because the Hurricanes haven't lost a home game, right? Yet. Like, right. This is. I did the, see some Rangers fans though, so somebody would did be, get uh, tickets to this game. Yeah, this would be. This would not be what everyone thought was going to happen, no. especially after Carolina had a three-two lead in the series. Yeah. Well, and if Shesterkin has been on a right. red hot, how do you how do you run. feel okay about coming back from down two nothing right now? Right well, against Shesterkin. Yeah. Like, like I don't know how. No. You, you think you're going to score three? Yeah. You. You. They're going to shoot and seventy then, and shots. And they're not going to shoot, or, and they're not going to score again. Is basically yeah. what you're hoping for. Yeah. They're, like, they're, they're going to shoot hole. seventy shots because yeah. my man has like a ninety-five yeah. percent save percentage. Yeah. Like, dude, it's going to be interesting. I uh, think Tampa beats whoever. And so do I. That was anyway. the. That's actually what I have written on here was. Uh, if we could send one of those guides to whoever wins this yeah, game. We'll that would you, be, we'll, so we'll, we'll send either yo, the Rangers or the Hurricanes. Yo yo and hot dog next <laughs> guide to Florida and the bonus gifts yes. coming at you. Uh, seemingly the New York Rangers, but yeah, I agree. The uh, experience of the Lightning, the experience to be able to sit at home and get some rest, but still understand where they're at. Yeah, and what they they've have been, to there do. they've been there before. They've been there before. They're the back to back Stanley Cup champions right. trying to go for a third in a row, which is nuts. Where it, it had, when wild. Was, when, when was the last time I happened? I don't sports? know. Was, I don't. It, was it the Bulls? Yes, because it wasn't the Patriots. They no, like. Unless someone did it in like the WNBA that I don't know about, but that uh, does that count? Uh, maybe one day. <laughs> no, it does. Yeah, it does. It really kind of. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It does. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's fucking canceled. <laughs> uh, out west. <laughs> Ooh wee! Are we in for one hell of a series? Colorado and Edmonton. This, <laughs> dude. The, the Oilers, like, after game one and it being, like, 16 goals put up with the Flames, uh, they come they win four straight games and beat the Flames four games to one. The Avs go six games with the Blues, take it four to two. Uh, it should be, like, the makings of a real interesting Just a series. shootout, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. 17 of the 21 skaters on Colorado scored a point against St. Louis. Yeah. And 14 of those 17 had multiple point efforts. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the, both teams are, are high-powered um, and score a lot of goals, and mm. that should be a really fun series. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, Edmonton leads the NHL in average goals scored in the playoffs with point, 4.3. Mm -hmm. McDavid and uh, Drysaddle will need to keep their scoring way or scoring ways to keep Edmonton in the series. Both have 26 points in the playoffs so far. Mm -hmm. uh, their winger, Zach Hyman could be an X factor for the Oilers scoring goals at all five uh, games against the flames. But uh, on the opposite side, Colorado's had eight different players uh, score game winning goals for them so far. That's uh, a stat. In this playoffs. Yeah. That's an interesting stat. So in eight wins, they've had eight different players score a game winning goal. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's a stat. Yeah, like so that. it should be interesting, uh, to say the least. Like, mm -hmm. I'm guessing my, my betting mind is thinking overs just so Overs, hard in this over, series. over, like, over, 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 
Like, I believe both the... Go straight to the bank. Both the goalies haven't been doing the greatest. Uh, Edmonton's goalies have been doing a little better the last They might set the overs at seven and a half. Uh, six and, Wait, and a half is what I saw. Six today. and a half right now? Okay. Yeah. Then, yeah, run it. Over, over, oh, yeah. over, over, over. Yeah, six and a half for sure. Once it gets to seven, I'm out. Yeah, but, I agree. Yeah. I think it's a no touch. It's a no play at that point. Don't play the under because it very well could, the over could very well hit, mm-hmm. but it's not a play at seven and a half. No. Uh, and yeah, I, I think it's going to go seven games. I agree. I think Colorado is going to somehow figure out how to take it. I, I have, agree. I have a hundred percent learned that we are not going to go against socks in anything that he says yes. about yeah. most clearly at like we'll get to here in a little yes. bit, but, uh, yeah, so that's. My prediction would be Colorado and Tampa, and I think we both have that. And I am pretty sure as much as Joe and Mr. Sanchez would want to disagree, they are also going to probably have to pick that as well. Can we just make sure that on a night that it's possible that Tampa Bay could clinch, that we bring Captain Morgans to Joe and just maybe have a cocktail or two? Dude, did I tell you? Alan. Five? Uh, Cooley, however said, many it takes. Cooley said at work that he almost fucking door dashed Joe a uh, half gallon of captain <laughs> when uh, Tampa beat See? Florida. See, the other we're night. on the same like, page. Cooley yeah. and I are on the same page. Yeah, so. I think that I think that we need to make arrangements. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Just in case, we just gotta get his phone from him. No, 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 no. <laughs> Leave it right there. Deal with the deal with the consequences next morning. Hey, he ate his dinner tonight, so they're <laughs> the same. Okay. <laughs> Well, that does it for this week's full spread. Um, before we hit the break, did you watch the video I sent you guys, the trailer for the Red Wings Avalanche documentary? Oh, yes, the E60? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that looks fun. Dude, it, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty really excited about excited. it. Uh, ESPN's doing a sweet documentary on the Red Wings and the Colorado Avalanche rivalry mm-hmm. of the mid-'90s. Uh, the fight night at the Joe, which w- made our top 10 list for greatest Detroit sports moments a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. You can check that out in the archives. But uh, Darren McCarty, a ton of, a ton of players, Claude Lemieux. Yep. Uh, those two had actually just gotten together recently and watched that game over with like a crowd of people at some bar on the really? inside. Yeah. How fun would that be Dude, to be at? Yeah, right? That would be awesome. Uh, McCarty does podcasting over with like, oh, yeah, Woodward he does. Sports over there. McCarty does all sorts of shit. He's yeah. everywhere. I guess uh, Goldner like, has his... Golden was like texting him. I guess really, yeah, yeah. McCarty's McCarty's always doing stuff in mm. different places. Trying to, he's he's got he loves having the side hustle. Yeah. I think he has to. But the, his show <laughs> on, his show on Woodward Sports opens with the I like turtles kid. Except when it gets to the that fact, McCarty just comes up and says I make turtles. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm pretty excited about that, and especially excited for the fact that they got an interview with Konstantinov. Yeah, yeah, like yep, that was, yep, uh, that, was there, that little. <clears throat> drop at the end when you watch the documentary cool Uh, i did share it on the facebook page so you can see it there and uh when is that airing uh sometime during the stanley cup playoffs i believe oh on espn because i believe espn has a stanley cup so it's soon yeah so in the next couple weeks okay probably mid i didn't know if they announced it yet mid june i think is when they're saying i think they're gonna try to figure out the schedule Uh, schedule for the finals and then okay Makes so, sense. It'll probably be like following game one or or it'll be between 
when on an off day or something. Yeah, like something. They'll day. figure it out. Yeah. But um, yeah, so like, and seemingly because uh, Tampa Bay will be making the Stanley Cup as we all have predicted. Like we said, someone yeah. you're going to need yo-yo and hot dog next guy yes. to Florida. So yes. we'll be right back for you to listen to the more information about how to obtain said things. <laughs> <laughs> Summer is here. The kids are getting out of school and vacations are getting planned. Don't wait to plan or be on vacation and have nothing to do. Hi, I'm Kyle from Spinebuster Sports, and now you can go to shop.spinebustersports.com and get your copy of Yo-Yo and Hot Dog Next Guide to Florida. Now you can enjoy the Sunshine State like a pro with Yo-Yo and Hot Dog Next Guide to Florida. It is your quintessential guide to everything Florida has to offer. Want to fish for sharks? You'll be the coolest guy in a boat since Michael Bolton. Eats! This has every fast food establishment in the state listed, as well as reviews of drive-through times and customer satisfaction. Amusement parks? You bet your corn-fed ass we do. You'll be running around with that rodent and all its fucking pals quicker than you can say 1-800-DIAL-IT-UP. Hotels and rentals? You'll be in the house in no time. Bing bong! Hello! Act now and get a special gift. Joe Caputo's Guide to Tampa Nightlife. Find love or tickle that naughty side of you with this guide to get filled with Tampa Nightlife. And order in the next 15 minutes and we'll also include the Frugler's Takeout Deal and Fast Food Guide to all of West Michigan. This offer won't last long, so act now. Go to shop.spinebustersports.com and powerbomb your vacation. Yo-Yo and Hot Dogs Next Guide to Florida does not include half gallons of Captain or Tito's, Ubers to Wendy's, fireproof carpet, or repeated calls from your friends to delete Facebook statuses, and all sales are final. Plus, coming soon to shop.spinebustersports.com, the Glaze My Pound Cake t-shirt. Go to shop.spinebustersports.com for everything The Feast, Spinebuster Sports, and Pappy's merchandise related. And don't forget, tune in every Tuesday at 8 a.m. for The Feast by Spinebuster Sports, available on all major podcasting platforms. That's right, everybody. Available on all major podcasting platforms. That means all of them. Yeah. Don't be upset if you go to shop.spinebustersports.com and... There's no guides tonight, like... And we're sold out because... Yeah. Yeah. Everybody needs yoga and hot dog neck. I, I think the Jokaputo guide to Tampa nightlife is probably the real bonus that oh, that's nobody the, really that's knows the one, about. Yeah, that's the one you're looking for. Everybody could just, you know, I guess be friends with Drew on Facebook and <laughs> see it also. <laughs> oh, man. But welcome back, everybody. Uh, what were we going to do? Oh, I was going to. Even though Sox wasn't here, yeah. I was still going to do some funny shit with Sox Sanchez. Let's do it. Because it was something we, me, you haven't thought about in quite a while. So, yes. We're going to hit that music. Hit it. It's the Sox Sanchez side splitting funny shit of the week. Respect the elderly motherfucker. Sox Sanchez, side-splitting funny shit of the week slash pound cake funny shit that <laughs> used to make us laugh. 
Um, has anyone ever heard of, can you quack like a duck? <laughs> yes. Yes, I have, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. I figured you have. But um, you should just look up, uh, it's goat in your mom, <laughs> quack like a duck on YouTube. <laughs> If that doesn't get you to look it up, yeah, like, I don't know what I, will. I don't know what else to say. Like, <laughs> that's, it explains itself. It's a, Go fucking watch it's it. It's a pretty good representation. Uh, shout out to Dave Sterling that used to <laughs> play that at Gall Road Pub when we were closing down at night. So. Oh, man. I, those were the days. Yeah. But everyone go check out the Goat Your Mom, Quack Like a Duck, the Pound Cake funny stuff we that used to make us laugh <laughs> of the week of the week 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 uh, back our, for more next week week yeah, week, 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 week week uh nba finals preview before we uh me and mr burns here jump into our little preview of golden state and boston who the before we get to the Sox Sanchez episode 33 recap that we have to do. We need to talk about game seven last night, Boston. And the mm-hmm. Heat, yes, because Boston was up 16 in the third. Yep. And the Heat were just kind of chipping away little by little. And Jimmy kept coming. All of a sudden, six minutes left, Boston's up by 12. And I'm like, all right, this is probably done. And then chip, 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 chip. And all of a sudden, the heater in it, and Butler takes a shot that there's so many there's so many different things because he took the I I understand why he took the shot I do too like, I do too it was it, it was a good shot like he can't yeah I I don't I don't hate it I guess I because if he misses it it still gives him time right but like right and that was the thought I think and he was open um so. Whatever. Uh, he missed it. It is what it is. They lost. And my biggest thing was uh, the reverse call on the three pointer by Struss. That Huge. When you. Not quite sure you can overturn that. Not, not at that angle. No. Like, not at the angle. When you. I like pulled up the video on my phone and screenshotted it and tried to look, and I'm still not sure. Like, you can't. It, it's possible the right. inside of his foot is out of bounds. But it's possible it's not. It doesn't look like it from right. where, and so, where we were seeing it. And so I don't know how. I don't. Because it's. That I, was terrible. I don't know if Butler takes the shot. Right. Down one. No. Down. Because. Are they. Le- yeah, no, no they would have been leading. He, yeah. He's taking the three yeah. at that point. Yeah. They're, they're getting fouled. They right. win the game. Right. It, yeah. It fucked it all up. That's. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah. I don't. It, yeah. It's wild. It's. um, It's unfortunate. Yeah. That a game came down to that. Um, you always can't say it comes down to just one play, but it it, it kind of did. <laughs> it, yeah, it kind of very much did. Like so, um, yeah. I mean, Boston won the series. Boston deserved to win the series. I don't. They're, yeah. they're a great team. Um, I I feel bad for the Heat because I feel like their window is closer to closed, and Boston is, is kind of just opening their window. Um, so, uh, you know, you feel for the Heat because it kind of would have been nice to see them get there maybe one mm-hmm. last time. Um, what they do in the offseason will be interesting because Jimmy Butler's a 32-year-old max player and I think has one more year 
left on his contract. I'm talking about the son of God. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we elaborate. Haven't, we haven't spread that. Ele- elaborate. There, there's an internet uh, internet thing out there saying that you know Michael Jordan may or may not have had. Uh, illegitimate child in the Chicago area that he paid off. He was paying the woman while the child was living with her. And it just so happens that Jimmy Butler's from Chicago and Michael Jordan paid this woman till her son was 13 when she kicked him out of the house. And Jimmy Butler was 13 when he got, was homeless and got kicked out of his house. And you know, if you look at the, if you, Google it. Look at the side by side. Michael Jordan, Jimmy Butler, side by side, and they kind of look alike. I I I think it's true. <laughs> I just I, you know I think about it. Well, I told I told you a few episodes ago how I thought Jimmy was one of the only players in the league that had that Kobe and Michael mentality when he plays, and so that's enough for me. I I connect those dots, and I think it's probably just one hundred percent true, and. Until someone wants to prove me different, then I'm going to roll with it. Is there any way we could swab Michael Jordan and Jimmy Butler's cheeks? Do we have any inside people that can get us cheek swabs? (laughs) Can we get some Uh, cheek swabs of Michael Jordan and Jimmy Butler? I can't believe I'm going to bring this up Mm. because I heard it on episode 33 when I was listening earlier today. But can we bring back the security guard? So, uh, so hear me out. So we start a basketball camp, and we solicit both Michael Jordan and Jimmy Butler to be guests at our basketball camp, and we somehow collect sweat samples from each. Is it too much? Might be. Is it feasible? Might be. Probably too much. Probably too much. Probably too much. All right, that's probably fine. anything that we're going to come up with right now is going to be too much. But but uh, it's not my job like, to prove it. I just believe it. Yeah. So. You know, well, there have been weirder things. We, I mean, it would make sense because of what I'm going to play next. That for us to call, for us to say something wildly outrageous like this. Yeah. Now, but like, well, the, what I'm going to play next isn't wildly outrageous. But for it to come true, well, let's break it down. Do you put it past Michael Jordan to maybe have an illegitimate child? No. No. Is Jimmy Butler play basketball kind of like Michael Jordan? Yes. Jimmy Butler from Chicago. Absolutely. Did Jimmy Butler get kicked out of his house when he was 13? You know it. Did Michael Jordan stop making said payments? <laughs> That's what I this heard. This is allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Um, uh, all makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Well. So. Uh, but, but moving on to the NBA finals, we're going to, as much as, you know, I'm uh, very upset. Zox isn't here to hear this face to face. Actually, I'm kind of happy about it. Yeah. So I don't have to look at him and be all smug. He's going to be real happy tomorrow when he hears this or tonight <laughs> when he realizes it, because he'll listen to it when we, if oh, he's yeah. awake when yeah. we send it to him. But he won't be. Uh, no, he won't be. But uh, we're going to throw it back to episode 33 when we did our NBA finals predictions. Um, I, I've always kind of liked Boston underneath the radar. Yeah, they're I mean, it, Tatum can Tatum and Brown can go off at any point, and, and they have a guard and smart that will guard the ball yep. and squash you. Yep, and you know me and defensive basketball. Head, get in your head. I love those. I love him. Yeah, I love him a lot. Yep. So I will say Boston. I like that pick. I like that pick. Out of the West, you know Denver, they're weird. 
Denver, I think, is right there if Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray are playing. They can ever play. But they're not. And Jokic can't do it alone. No. Doncic can't do it alone in Dallas. No, he needs he needs a, a Robin. He needs a big boy to protect him. And he, he, and he also needs yeah, to shut his mouth. Yeah, because it wasn't Porzingis. No. He's a <laughs> massive he needs a defensive. Big, he needs like a Gobert. From the Jazz. Yeah, I can't fucking stand Gobert. My God. I know, but he's a defensive presence. Yeah, no, it, that would be a great fit on that team. Um, And and he's not going to be in Utah yeah. after this year. He's going to get paid. He's too. gone. Uh, I saw a funny stat that I saw the other day. Um, So Donovan Mitchell, it, well documented that I, him and Rudy Gobert, I don't think get along very well after the whole, basically right. the whole COVID situation. Yeah. Um, which, if you don't know, Rudy Gobert is patient zero right. <laughs> for the NBA. <laughs> for the NBA, um, and coughed purposely all over microphones in the media room the day before he found out he had COVID, and the NBA shut down. So, right. uh, basically, <laughs> fuck that guy forever. Right. Uh, and Donovan Mitchell feels that way as well. Um, and they haven't been right since. They haven't been right since. And the stat that I saw the other day, Donovan Mitchell averages. Two passes per game to Rudy Gobert. The whole not, game. not assists. Two passes. Two total <laughs> passes per game the to Rudy Gobert. The only advocate thing I'll say to that is Gobert is like the Ben Wallace. He's just seven foot. Yeah, but he averages but, like 14 a game. But that's hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. <laughs> wow. So that team's broken. Hey, you know and what? I don't think they can win together. I think Gobert... And LeBron will be a good start to Oklahoma City when they oh give LeBroni. Oh, is, is can we talk about this? It, is Bronny even good? Like he's not even like no, he's, he's not, not even not. like a projected like he's I not a top LeBron, thirty prospect. LeBron, LeBron, great. I think LeBron's doing it just to get his LeBron, kid drafted. Yeah, is what's his the the ball's dad, but it, but, but good at, at basketball. Yeah, right. <laughs> and which makes it that much worse. Except Levar could Levar. be Michael Jordan in a one on one. Anyway, uh, my and, West well, team. And LeBron actually has like pull to be able to say something like that two years out, right? But he's not. He's not like a top fifty. I don't even think a top fifty prospect he's, in his class. I want to say. I want to say. I think he's top fifty in his class. Is he? He's like, like forty two. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. He'll yeah. get picked third. Um, <laughs> Boston and Golden State. Love it. Boston and Golden love State. It. I think Golden State has is a team too. They can lock down D when they need to. I love Steve Kerr. I love their whole fun playing. The, they they play the game of basketball in the funnest way possible. I think. Oh yeah, I agree. Is Dray is Draymond ready? That to, will be is he ready to roll health wise. Sure. I'm not sure, but I like the way that. Um, God, Jordan Poole. Well, he's on fire. But who's the guy that's been playing for Green? What are you writing down? Funny things. Kaminga stepped up. Wig- yeah, Wiggins. Yeah, Wiggins has been great. What a weird... Most improved player in the NBA. What a weird compliment. Like, you know, Durant leaves, Wiggins comes in, uh-huh. and he's been getting paid $28 million a year for what everybody asked. And that three-point shooting finally comes around because yep. he's always, you know, the guy, slasher type of player. Yep. Um, Like you said, Jordan Poole, averaging 18, pretty much... Well, he started a lot of games this year because everybody was hurt. Oh, yeah, he started... In, like, the last, like, 15 games, he's averaging, like, 26. But, uh... Uh, Kaminga and Porter Jr. have been kind of really, really good role players for yeah. Draymond Green being here, and also Looney's been um, yeah. started 80 games. But you know what? He's a, he, start, he starts and plays he, 18 minutes and does his, his job. Yeah, he does his job. Those are the players I like. They just Eats up five fouls. You know, like even like heads to the bench. Heading back to the Pistons because we can all relate to the Pistons when they won the championship. 
one of my two favorite players, two of my favorite players were Lindsey Hunter and Darvin Ham. They played a minute and a half a game at the end of this this first quarter and the end of the second quarter, just uh, so Billups and Hamilton get foul trouble, and they were on the ball defense, mm-hmm. annoying the shit out of you. I'm convinced they're the same person, probably. Except Darvin Ham's going to be a head coach one of these days. Okay, just wait for that. But I, I love I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, I love the guys that give me the defenses on top, give you in your brain, and you only play five minutes a game. That's what it's all about. Yeah, well, that was socks and burns mostly from episode thirty three. And yes, Sox Sanchez once again correctly picks the NBA Finals. Uh, match up correctly at the beginning of the playoffs and somehow gets a third thing correct by <laughs> by predicting Dar- Darvin Ham would become a head coach because this week Darvin Ham was announced as the LA Lakers. <laughs> Literally the next coaching change after he makes that comment in the NBA is the guy that he says is going to be a coach one day. Just wait for it. So so, so kudos, can, kudos to you, Mr. Sanchez. So on your predictions. Congrats to whoever at the Los Angeles Lakers is listening to The Feast by Spinebuster Sports, the heartbeat of sports. The heartbeat <laughs> of the sports world. Yes. Here <laughs> in Pound Cake Studios. <laughs> right here in Hashtag Cake Studios. <laughs> Pound Sign Cake Studios. If you uh, don't know, now you know. All right, but uh, NBA Finals, Golden State Warriors, Take on the Boston Celtics. I'm excited. Yeah, the Celtics uh twenty first final or twenty second finals yeah, appearance. Yeah. Seventeen and four all time. Wild numbers. Yeah. Most of those were a long, long yes, time ago. Yes. But uh probably the two best teams, right? Yeah. Um hard to argue that they wouldn't be since they're here, but right. I don't think anyone argue could argue if you wanted to argue at the beginning of the playoffs that Boston was the best team in the East and that the Warriors were the best team in the West, no one's gonna argue with you. Um, so should be a really fun series. I would expect seven games. Um, and you're going to see stars show up all over the place. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Boston was 500, 25 and 25 on January 28th. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. And, uh, crazy. really turned it around. Um, yeah, they, it would be the biggest turnaround for an NBA champion ever. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, it'll be interesting to see is because we talk about teams that maybe their window is starting to close. Is this maybe going to be the Warriors one of their last chances uh, before they have to make some changes in their roster? So, you know, I Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown should be back here again uh, multiple times, I would think. Yeah, you, you would. So uh, for me, I'm going to be rooting for the Warriors because I know that their window is closing and I, and. Hopefully Steph takes it upon him to to tell Jason Tatum it's not quite your turn yet, and um, that's what I would like to see. But I think it's going to be a hell of a series, uh, and I think that the two styles of play are, are really fun to watch against each other. So should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be uh, very defensive. I believe oh, yeah. it's the two top defensive teams in yep. the playoffs. Uh, got the defensive player of the year on one of the teams. You got. Yeah. A guy that's top five every year in defensive player on the other team. Well, and you got, you know, Steph, Clay, Jordan Poole, Mm -hmm. Andrew Wiggins, like all these keys for Golden State. But when you look at the other side, you you got the keys to lock everything down. So it's going to be a great uh, 
series. Um, Looney versus Robert Williams should be an interesting matchup. Yeah, I agree. Um, Robert Williams is is a lot of fun to watch. Um, it'll, it, that should be a fun little matchup down low. Um, is not one of like your main matchups that you're looking at normally in this game. Like the, like every other like matchup. every other matchup. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't yeah, sleep on Smart Curry is going to be. Oh man, that's so fun. Disgusting. Um, like Jordan Poole needs to learn how to play defense this offseason, though. Uh, he gets smoked all the time on defense. Um, that's the big thing that if he wants to make a leap in his career, uh, that he needs to figure out this offseason is how not to get absolutely destroyed on defense all the time. Yeah, no, uh, definitely. If he's gonna Jalen Brown will cook him to progress, he needs to yeah lock that up. Yeah, Jalen Brown will cook him when they if they're on the court at the same time. Yeah, but it should be interesting because you got to imagine like Steph's been on quite the run so far mm-hmm. these playoffs. He's been scoring twenty five point nine points per game. Mm-hmm. You got to figure Mar- Marcus Smart's going to be able to kind of. He will, but the Warriors are so creative. They'll figure out ways to just he'll play he'll he'll play off ball, like he oh. normally does. But they'll figure out ways to run him all over the fucking place so that he's not having to do like you don't want if you're Golden State you don't want Steph versus Marcus Smart one on one battles all the time. Yeah, like that's fine here and there because Steph can win them here and there, but you don't want that all the time. No, so they're gonna figure out creative ways to get him the ball. Um, and try to make the Celtics switch on defense. Yeah, it should be interesting. Uh, what is, or I also want to add, Gary Payton and Andre Iguodala should be returning as well for Golden State, and that yeah. could yep. uh, be a boost for them. Payton especially, the and Iguodala eats up enough, you know, his few minutes that he does now, a great leader to have back for the mm-hmm. finals for sure. Uh, Warriors in seven. Yeah, um, I was going to say the same thing, Warriors in seven, yep. so... Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting. We'll probably, I imagine, probably here two Mondays from now, we'll yeah. be talking about the game seven that happened yes. the night before. So, Hope so. yeah, uh, and now, hopefully, we can get some closer games. Like, there the have not, it's just been a lot of blowouts in the NBA, it's been not very fun in the playoffs. So, hopefully, we get some good games. I mean, yeah, I mean, they have, you know, they've had some series that went to game sevens, but like even the game sevens are right, terrible. Just, like hey, that, yeah. that we Dallas, get to game seven and it's six games that were the at Dallas least 10 Fe- point wins. The Dallas Phoenix game seven, like Luca was <laughs> just by like 40. Them. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, but yeah. So uh, we're going to go right now to the newest segment, the Detroit Tigers minute with pound cake. <laughs> hey, so enjoy this. Welcome to the Detroit Tigers Minute with Pound Cake. Tough week to be a Tiger, but to be honest, what week hasn't? We started last week in Minnesota facing the Twins. We lose the first two games in heartbreaking fashion with a walk-off and then getting shut out in game two. Looks like a bunch of Ryan fucking Rayburns up there. Then good old Candle Rio comes through for us in extra innings with a home run to win us the last game in this series. And then the boys were back in the D to take on those stinky grundles for a set of four games. We take game one, four, three, behind a very good outing from Tarek Skubal. Friday we rain out. Saturday we lose to these fucking bozos, eight to one. What's the fucking point of getting ten fucking hits when we were turning it into one measly run? But then on Sunday, the pitching showed up and we beat the grundles, two to one. 
We licked the Grundles and we licked them real good. Three and three on the week, but with the looming possibility of setting horrendous records, might as well just watch the USFL. Five against the Tinkles this week, and then we might as well sit on our hand and wait for it to fall asleep. We're in New York this weekend to take on the AL leading jerk-offs. Eat them up, eat them up. Ah, fuck it. Someone see what Leland's fucking up to. Ah, well, there you go. The life of a Tigers fan. Look forward to more segments like that in the future. (laughs) Congratulations to all of Detroit. Yeah, sweet. Can't wait. Hey, they have been looking good. The Scoobles look good. Yeah, yes. But uh, speaking of disappointing Michigan teams... Did you watch any USFL this week? No. No, nope, you were nope. busy as fuck. Yeah. Well, uh, from what I understand, the Michigan Panthers, you know, we uh, came back. We dropped. We uh, cut the number one pick, uh, <laughs> Shea Patterson. What apparently, great use of a number one pick. <laughs> apparently, you can't trade uh, picks, Cooley told me, in the USFL. Ah, so, so you just, like, cut. Yeah. And then, like, someone else picks him up. So, Shea Patterson already went somewhere else. <laughs> he's lead. He's the fourth leading pick. Pat, uh, passer in yards in the league mm-hmm. and got cut by the Michigan Panthers. Why? Because Jeff Fisher, I don't know. Jeff like, Fisher just strikes again. Uh, but they came back, took the lead. Uh, somehow, New Orleans threw a pass. The guy, the wide receiver catches it with one second left, and somehow the coach gets a timeout, kick a field goal, tied up, and then we go to USFL overtime. Ooh, what's that look like? Uh, they mud-wrestled 50-yard line? No. Uh, <laughs> it's shootout rules. They do. They go for two, three times each. Okay. Back and forth. Okay. I kind of like it. Uh, the Panthers lost two to zero. Oh man, I kind of like that. But uh, yeah, it was an interesting thing that we we never talked no, about when we discussed no, it. We sure didn't. That I thought was uh, I don't hate something, it. Something innovative enough it that's is. a little different. Yeah. I think I would start like maybe at like the twenty or the ten. Well, but like it, they they're just doing one play. It's going for two. Oh yeah, true, true. So I would, uh, but like I don't think you should start at the two. Right. Like so maybe well maybe instead of one. Well no, I guess you, you it has to be one play. So maybe they do maybe you do five instead of three and you do five from the five yard line. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That'd kind of fun, right? Yeah, like I, I want to see both both teams. Obviously, need to get the ball yeah. in NFL overtime. Yep. Like, hundred percent. We've already seen yeah. how this has happened. So, and they changed the rule for the playoffs, but not for the regular season. So it's really yeah. stupid still. Uh, do you have a piece of shit of the week? I don't. Okay. Well, uh. I can't read what I wrote here because we can't be a piece of shit like whoever Burns <laughs> says in parentheses. <laughs> uh, that's a first for a while. Like we yeah, went on a yeah, heavy, yep, yep. We went a heavy dose. I've ridiculed piece enough of, piece of shit, but like uh, you know, for now, was, someone yeah. else will pop up. It was I a ho- for it, it was a holiday weekend. Yeah. you know, it was it was low key. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we will be. We're gonna throw it out to a promo of something funny we did, like. I don't know, almost 10 episodes ago, and then we'll be right back with the top 10 Detroit sports athletes countdown here on The Feast by Spinebuster Sports. 
Check out The Feast by Spinebuster Sports, available on all major podcasting platforms every Tuesday at 8 a.m. And go to SpinebusterSports.com for all the latest news on The Feast and other Spinebuster Sports podcasts. And go to Shop.SpinebusterSports.com for all The Feast, Spinebuster Sports, and Pappy's merchandise needs. Now we're going to throw it back to episode 31, where we talked about what we had learned that day. Kyle, what'd you learn this week? I learned that Shaheen Holloway was pretty much signed, sealed, and delivered to Scene Hall before St. Peter's got off the floor Sunday. Are you are you hurt by that? No, I just that's all, that's what I learned. Okay, I've learned something. <laughs> you kind of learned anything last week. You knew it all. <laughs> I just blacked out. It's like, oh uh, yeah, I learned that uh, I put pants on. I learned that dogs don't lay eggs. <laughs> that's I. Learned something today. I learned, I learned if you take a nice creamy shit in the best bedroom, that's okay. Uh, Burns, what did you learn this week? Uh, <laughs> um, Carmella wears a gimp mask. <laughs> yeah, I actually didn't know that. That's wild. Uh, Mike Shashevsky's a piece of shit. I, no, I knew that shit. No, I learned I've that known today. that for a long that's, time. That's the one I learned. I've known that for a long time. Uh, I, oh. What did I learn? Uh, I learned about the Steiner brothers. <laughs> Joe and Mark. <laughs> Rick and Scott from Bay City, Michigan. Terrific. University of Michigan alums. National champions in wrestling. Terrific. Socks, what did you learn today? I learned that if you want a good towel, <laughs> you can go to com. <laughs> And also, if you want to get your ear holes filled, you should listen to The Feast every Tuesday morning. We slap you with fucking knowledge. Yeah, we'll slap And we'll even give you a towel to clean it up with. (laughs) (laughs) Count it. Have a good night, everybody. (laughs) Don't forget to tip your waitress. Oh, God. Well played. Welcome back. He's a cowboy. You totally totally (laughs) redeemed yourself. If you enjoyed that and you want to hear other funny stuff, check out our archives available on all major podcasting platforms. And remember to subscribe so you'll get our latest episode every Tuesday at 8 a.m. It's The Feast by Spinebuster Sports. And we're back. Hey. As Sox would say. (laughs) Ode to Andrew. We miss you, baby. Get well soon. Get well soon. Get that temp down. Rest in peace. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. He's alive and well, everybody. (laughs) Like, I promise. I almost couldn't say it because (laughs) I didn't want anyone to worry about him. But, miss you. We should have just did this. Done is done. We should have just opened this whole thing up with obituaries to socks. The obituaries? The obituaries. But like he would have wanted us to be here doing this. Yes, he would. Uh, Uh, Well, 10 best Detroit sports athletes. Oh, real quick before we get to that. uh, The one last piece of random bullshit I wanted to drop on you. Okay. Did you see the quarterback? That got that recently got released in the fan controlled football league. No, my man, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, okay, it's a t- Twitch thing, I guess. Okay. They like vote on plays, whatever. Jesus, but uh, my man threw a touchdown pass, okay, reached in his little fanny pack, pulled out a joint. Ah, 
lit this shit up. I did hit see it a couple that. times, passed it to a fan, ran back out. I did see that. And now is back to what he was doing, whatever it was before he was playing fan control. Was it Johnny Manziel? It it looked like it. I think it was, wasn't it? I dude, I don't know. But like it was it was wild. Like love it. Yeah. I think it's awesome. I just thought it was weird. It was I think it's indoors, awesome, but yeah, I'm all for it. So yep, run it. Yeah. hundred percent. Hopefully we, that sponsorship I've been working on. <laughs> right. Sponsor us bitches. Oh wait, is that not what I'm supposed to say? <laughs> That's it. No, <laughs> we, we, oh, we would very much like to push your products. On I mean, our, sponsor us nice people. Yeah. We Please. Will, we will tell everybody about the delicious gummies we get at your fine establishment. Yeah. Uh, one day. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but yes, top 10 Detroit sports athletes. We used 1990 as like our cutoff point. Our lives. Because of our fucking ages here. And uh, top 10 Detroit sports athletes, 1990. So we all, I'm, we all would agree there's certain people that are just going to be on this list. They're 100%. In the mix. Yep. Guys like Barry Sanders, the Correct. fourth our all-time leading rusher, 2,000-yard uh, season in 1997. He was a one-time NFL MVP, two-time AP Offensive Player of the Year in 94-97, one greatest running back of all time. Yep. I like, don't care what anyone says. Oh. Retired way too early. He's probably number one no matter what. Uh, I think just based on – I don't know. It's hard. It's hard because we can put you can put any of these guys at number one. You could, and I want to go through a couple more of them, and mm-hmm. then we'll go back to this question. Yep. But uh, Justin Verlander, yep. for instance, three thousand strikeouts. Yep. Two AL Cy Young awards, two thousand eleven, two thousand nineteen. Uh, AL MVP in mm-hmm. two thousand eleven, which doesn't happen very often for right. a pitcher. Right. Uh, and. Two twenty-one seasons, which nowadays, and one of those was twenty-four. Which yeah, I, I which was, that doesn't happen anymore. No, it doesn't happen anymore. And he's uh, one of a kind. Mm-hmm. Like probably not many like him, though. Especially the way that they use analytics with pitching now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, he's another guy I had up there just based on in his era mm-hmm. how great he. Oh, absolutely, hundred uh, percent. And then the other guy was Miguel Cabrera. Yep. Uh, triple, no doubt there either. Triple Crown Award winner, 2012, first since 1967. Yep. 11-time All-Star, two-time MVP in 2012, 2013. 3,000 hits, 500 home runs, 310 career average. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's interesting because I think Cabrera has every right to be... Number one. In that conversation. Yeah, you're right. And number he does. one. He does, 100%. But... We also said Detroit sports athletes, and I respect the fuck out of Miguel Cabrera, but when you watch a hi- highlight film of Barry Sanders, you mm-hmm. never saw anyone no. else like him on the field. Which, which that should count for something, probably. And that is the reason why I'm mm-hmm. fine with putting Barry Sanders number one on the mm-hmm. list, because there is... That's one thing when you think about Detroit. There's nobody else right. when you really think about it. Right. Is, Everybody thinks about Barry Sanders. It sucks that the Lions didn't win a championship yep. when he was on the team. So let's do Barry Sanders one. I, then we got to do Cabrera Cabrera two. two. And then the next guy that I kind of want to talk about, I think, would maybe be my number three, and that's probably Steve Eiserman. Yeah. Um, 
I, you probably with how many good hockey teams we had, you have to have somebody in that top three. I think from the Red Wings well, and who's the best team and who's been the best team in Detroit since right, right. So yeah. you know you got to have someone in the top three from them, and I think I think Eiserman's probably the guy that you pick. I. Uh, 100% agree. Three times Stanley Cup champion, 692 mm-hmm. career goals, 1,063 career assists. Mm-hmm. Uh, the captain, you know, captain. Uh, he's another guy that you could definitely consider being number one just because he's the only guy that we've talked about so far mm-hmm. that won a championship. Correct. So uh, there's no, yeah. Number four for me um, is, has got to be Isaiah Thomas. And I, I know that this agree. is a little he, bit in the, at the end of the time frame, but that doesn't matter because he's still in it. And yeah. you want to talk about a championship and yep. an absolute superstar. And what it's hard to have him maybe not even a little bit higher. It is. Like but, you, there's, but, but those top four. I think, are just, I think the only reason we cut him off is because he's it was right at the beginning. Right. Like they won right. their championship in 1990, and that was. Uh, the last one they won, and he played, like, one more season. Yep. Um, And then when you just start talking about number five, there's a guy I really was excited about talking about, and it was Ben Wallace. And the reason I put Ben Wallace in so high regard of all those guys, you can talk about Chauncey Billups, you can talk about mm-hmm. Rip Hamilton, but, like, the only thing you can really look at them, those guys on for their career is the fact that they won a championship in Detroit, mm-hmm. which is great. Don't get me wrong. Like, mm-hmm. last cha- last championship we won – was yeah. the Pistons. But Ben Wallace being a four-time defensive player of the year, uh, yep. the only other player to do that is Dikembe Mutombo. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that puts him in consideration for this part of the list. But there's other guys we can talk about too. Nick Lindstrom. He, yeah. He's a four-time Stanley Cup champion. Right. He won the Norris Trophy seven times. Right. Best defenseman. Right. Uh, and- Kelvin Johnson. A guy who retired far too early and holds uh, yeah. holds the record for most receiving yards in a season. Yep. What about Matthew Stafford? It I think it remains to be seen. Because, Does it though? Because his no. de- his Detroit story is written. I, I but I think I don't And now he his, won a Super Bowl. His Detroit story is written. I think when it comes to where he'll rank on the greatest Detroit athletes ever uh-huh. is now gonna be his career where he ends up ranking with career ratings. Yeah. Okay. So we can hold him off because he's still an active player. Um but he's the one guy But there's some other guys that are active players still on here. Verlander, Cabrera. No, and that's uh, that's a hundred percent fair. And I'm not discounting Matthew yeah, I guess yeah. It's hard to it's hard to say where we would put Stafford. He doesn't need to be top list. five, but I f- I think he's in discussion for top ten. I think he's. But what are we? I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not against it, but I'm also thinking he's exactly like the only difference between there's the biggest difference between Chauncey Billups and Matt Stafford is Chauncey Billups won a championship. Well, yeah, I mean, and they're, and they're both going to be Hall of Famers. Um, and the guess, but I, and, and yeah. so, it, you know, Justin Verlander won a championship leaving yeah. Detroit as well, which there's yep. nothing wrong with that. I right. not, nothing against any of that, mm-hmm. but I guess it was looking more at their career as a whole. Yeah. And that's fair. I think for me, if we're talking about five and six and we're talking about the two guys, I think, I think Lidstrom has to go five for me. I'm 
I can definitely get behind that with just. And I'm good with I'm I'm good with Ben Wallace at six then. And I'm I'm good with Lindstrom there because being a seven time Norris. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Like exactly, it was him and yeah him and Yzerman for such a long time together, and they anchored that team. They were the driving forces on it. Uh, It's nothing wrong with that because that's been the team we've been hockey town right since right the late 90s yep and i have absolutely no issue with that and ben wallace i'm glad i was willing to fight for him regardless because i think i think having in number six is fine he's basketball hall of famer like he was you can't ben wallace's whole career was in detroit like he had other places he was at but all he did great things in detroit and was People say like Rashid was like spirit of that team. Ben Wallace was the spirit right. of that yep. Detroit Pistons team yep. in o three o four. Yep. And then we're looking at so we can still talk about guys like uh, Herman Moore. Yeah, once, hold, but you can't put him ahead of Calvin, and we no, don't have Calvin there yet. But we uh, Sergey Fedorov. Yep. You no know, two time Selkie but, uh, Pearson uh, Hart. So here's Datsuk. an interesting one. Do you, it, it, sure. What sir? about the Fedorov Datsuk uh, argument? Who who should get ranked higher there? If we were ranking, uh, I think I'm going to say Datsuk because that's another guy that we never saw in another uniform. And that's fair. And I. So I think that wins it for me right there. Let's see. But I think that next on this list probably has to be Calvin. Yeah. And I tend to agree with you because it's almost like the Barry effect that we watched. Uh, Calvin do great things yeah. for a long time and just couldn't get over the hump. And yep. It wasn't it it wasn't because of Stafford or Calvin. It was right. just the that that's all it was was right. Stafford and Calvin. It was just them. So yep. Calvin Johnson. But I I have a hard time putting Calvin on this list and leaving off Stafford. Just so you're aware. Okay. Uh, I mean we can put Stafford on the list because we can now, put him at ten. Now when we're starting to talk, but now when we're starting to talk about it, like I. When you say that, and I look at a guy like Herman Moore, who I would definitely consider putting on this list, yeah, I would probably put Stafford ahead of Herman right. Moore. Right, I think so too. And Sox is going to be really upset. I know about he is. That. He's I know he be is. So, oh well, man, you know what? That's he's, too bad. Same Sox. with Spielman. Spielman, we haven't talked yeah, about yet. Four time Pro Bowl selection. He's a guy who was right. I don't. I think Spielman might have went somewhere else at the end. Yeah, but like he did. Um, you don't think about him anywhere else no. other than Detroit. But I think Scherzer has played with enough teams that for me, he gets left off this list. I'm Just fine, for me personally. I'm fine with leaving Scherzer off what about this list because so, I think Scherzer's best years were outside of a Detroit Tigers uniform. Yeah. Like, I think he was great as a Tiger. Right. But I think part of that is, like, we were shelling out four starters oh, in a yeah. row that could have won the Cy Young. Right. And, right. Five, and, like, all five of them at that point in time, mm-hmm. like, four of those five guys did win the Cy Young at one point in time in their career. Like, it Crazy. was insane. Uh, um, One that I also didn't see that I wanted to talk about was uh, Cecil Fielder. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, then we can also talk about Prince if you'd like. Prince, yeah. I, thought, <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually Prince Fielder popped in my head. At one Delman point Young, time. yeah, Delman Young. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> Juan Gonzalez. So let's give Stafford ten. 
This may be that may be unpopular that well, he's not higher. It we're gonna be, give Stafford the ten with the opportunity to move up. The number ten love with the opportunity to move up because of his love for Detroit. Yes. Like, that he has exhibited. Who knows? Maybe he goes back and finishes the last couple of years in Detroit if they don't have a quarterback still. That's fair. All right. So we talked boom, 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 boom. So it's down to guys so like So we got eight and nine. It's down to guys like Datsuk, Fedorov, Herman Moore. Datsuk's gotta be on the list for me. So I, Okay, so we'll put Dat Pavel Datsuk. He can be eight. At eight. Okay. And then all right, so do we... I think Chauncey has to go on the list. Do we put Chauncey? Yeah, but, like... You can't have just one guy from that championship team. That's fair. I mean, do we put a guy like but is it, Beer on the but, list, then? Well, no, he... Or uh, Dennis well, Rodman? Yeah, true. Yeah, I we, mean, I mean like, yeah, I hear you. But Dennis Rodman, like, did played for, like, seven more teams after. Yep. So, like, it's okay. hard to... So, Fed, I mean, is, is it Fedorov? Or is it... Spielman Herman Moore or, or Spielman? I'd rather. I think I. I, I don't know. I think I lean more Chris Spielman probably. Then and, and I like and I well maybe do we put Herman Moore above? How, so let's do this. How many Lions do we have on the list already? Matt Stafford, Calvin Johnson, Barry Sanders, three, three Lions. Okay, we have one, two, three Red Wings. Okay, we have one. We didn't put. Justin Verlander on this list. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, I thought we, we put him number three. Or no, no, we, we didn't. Iserman, then we went that's to Isaiah right. Thomas. So does, And I think that that's right. I think Isaiah yeah. Thomas is ahead. So does Verlander. And I think Lidstrom's still ahead. So would we put Verlander at. Oh, Who was that? I, I put Ben at six because of the championship. Over Verlander? Mm hmm. All right. That's and fine. Then, you put Verlander ahead of Calvin Johnson. Yes. Okay, so we'll do Verlander at seven. Verlander at seven. Calvin at eight. Calvin. I think then you drop Calvin to nine, and you just put him and Stafford in the same category. Yeah, that's fair. And then we'll just leave Datsuk at eight. Yep. Because championships. Yep. And I'm disappointed, though. In the fact that we finished the list with out oh, Bobby Higginson, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Brandon Inch. No, but with <laughs> not with not. I think the most people that should be on the list should be Red Wings. And I don't. So, just, uh, but because because they've because of the championship factor. They, so my originally when we when I didn't know we didn't have Verlander, I was going to put Fedorov at nine was going to be my thought. So can we put Fedorov at ten asterisk? Tied for 10th. Tied for 10th with Matt Stafford. I think that's fair. Or, but, like, were there other guys? I don't know. Like Zetterberg? I was like, do we look at a guy like Zetterberg? Do we look at a guy like at a key? I mean, let's look at the, I guess, let me pull up the We need more than 10, Kyle. Let me pull up the 97-98. Who? Detroit Red Wings. Oh, okay. No, I, I think I think we're right on with those guys. I don't think there's someone else that we should pick besides Fedorov. Personally. I mean you could for get, some what, reason Chelios. I think that there might, that's or, what Chelios was a guy that was you know, brought up on Facebook 
Osgood, but like I don't even think Osgood with Darren McCarty is, and it's hard for me with uh, yeah. See, like none of those guys are going to go over Federov. For but me. the only reason I would even consider Darren McCarty, and it's because of a favorite Detroit sports moment, is the fight night at the Joe. But like it's not. Yeah, that's fair. But like I'm thinking of. But does that? That's not a. That's not a whole career definer. I mean, I mean Federoff only guess. had Federoff only had six goals that season. Like in 97, 98. Okay. I think that's what I'm looking at. So not a huge impact on the year that they actually won the cup with him. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. We can take him off. I'm Let's just take him look, off. I'm just trying to look at Did he get it. injured that year? He must, That must have been the year. Because there's no other way. There's no other reason. Kozlov. Yeah. Kozlov but Fedorov awesome. had 30 goals the year before when they won their first championship. Okay. So he must have he gotten, gotten hurt. He must have gotten hurt. And I'm trying to see who stepped up in that place. Draper had 13 goals. LaPointe. Martin LaPointe. Kozlov had 25 goals that season. Yep. He was legit. Uh, and Yeiserman, but like Brennan Shanahan. Brennan Shanahan was really good. Mm-hmm. It's so I don't know. Or do we throw someone from that Pistons team that that? But like we don't have Isaiah to. Thomas we don't Pistons even team. have to put Fedorov on there. No. Oh That's yeah, we thing. don't. We can just take him off. Yeah, yeah you're right. Like, so Fedorov right. would have been. Fedorov right. probably would have been the yeah. honorable mention yes. of the list. Okay. And Herman Moore. Cool. Sorry, Sox. So list is complete. All right. Uh, so the feast top ten Detroit sports athletes list. final. At, Final list. At number 10, we have Matthew Stafford. Dun, 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 number nine, dun, dun, Calvin Johnson. Dun, 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 number eight, Pavel Datsuk. We have Justin dun, Verlander at number seven. Dun, we have Ben dun, Wallace at number six. We have Nick Lindstrom at number five. Number four is Isaiah Thomas. Number three, Steve Eiserman. Number two, Miguel Cabrera. And number one, Barry Sanders. It's the final countdown. Somehow that worked out timing-wise. That was pretty fun. It did. <laughs> Socks would be so proud of us. So there there you have it, folks. We'll, uh, I'll have something out on Facebook about that later this week. Yeah. Like the, I did with the every, book. everything else. The book face. I uh, hope everyone enjoyed. I hope everyone went back and looked at the SNL skits. Oh, man. Watched, watched, watched four of them today. I got I was, six more to go tonight. I was so... <laughs> They're fun. I actually, to be honest with you, I laughed the hardest of the ones that I found so far, or that I've gotten through so far, which was which I hadn't watched them in a while. Which I think I got to, I got through the first Bush Gore uh, debate. But the ones that I laughed the hardest at were Sherry O'Terry's uh, office flirt and the Californians. Yeah, the which were number ten are, and number nine. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I spent. A, I was like, I put push those fuckers out everywhere. So, I oh, that was not, fun. I was twi- I was, was tweeting fun. this week. Yeah, they should. Hey, sponsor us, sponsor us for pushing your vids. I was I was tweeting the fucking shit SNL. Yeah, but uh, no, it was a fun list for us. I know it was a long, grueling, show for grueling. Everybody else, but so we, thank you. We appreciate you for hanging in there with us and. Uh, 
We appreciate you, what you guys do for us every week. Whether we tried to tighten the screws up a little bit this week for you. Yeah, whether it's uh, tighten the shit out of your screws. Listening to us be weirdos on the show or buying some merchandise. Uh, you know, you can go to shop.spinebustersports.com for all your the feast, Spinebuster Sports, and Pappy's Place merchandise. Uh, go to spinebustersports.com and you'll be linked up with our Facebook page. And uh, you can go to at CC Blanco. 31. 31. <laughs> uh, 44. 50. 77. <laughs> 22. Trust me, if anyone's listening to us, it's probably someone that knows us anyways <laughs> and already follows us. Yes. Yeah. Like but, us. Yeah, like Thanks us. Thanks for listening. Share us. Thanks for listening. Next week, we're going to be back with... Uh, some NBA Finals coverage. Uh, we'll be covering, I think, the first two or three games of the NBA. Finals. Uh, there should be. I think it might just be two games this week. I think it's yeah. It starts Thursday. So. Right. So it's probably Thursday Sunday. I think they give them a couple days rest in between finals games. It is Thursday Sunday. Yep. They drag game it on. seven. They, game seven would potentially be Sunday, June nineteenth, which yeah, would be, would be Father's Day. That's true. Yeah. And. Yeah, so, uh, we'll and we'll be covering NHL conference finals. First couple of games of those, we'll get down with another Detroit Tigers minute. Ooh, we might have a we might have a the feast piece of shit of the week. We'll hopefully get some more funny stuff from Mister Sox Sanchez himself. And we're counting down the top ten sports franchises of all time. Ooh, yes, across. All four major sports, or are we adding in? That's right. It's cricket, soccer. <laughs> All right, is so- that was my question. Is soccer included? Uh, I think we're gonna probably go with the Detroit. We are the Detroit Sports Show. Ugh. I think we're just gonna go with the four American. Okay. Majors. Okay. Yeah. Deal. Deal. So, football, hockey, baseball, cricket, golf. Yeah. Sloth. Sloth. Uh, yeah. So we'll be back next week. We hope you enjoyed listening to us. Reach out, say hi, share us with somebody, and uh, yeah, have a good one. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Like us on Spinebuster Sports on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Spinebuster Sports. Spinebuster Sports. Hit the buttons. You nerdies. <laughs>